This is TalkZone.com, Internet Talk Radio. This is the one they're talking about. TalkZone.com You are entering an intriguing journey with spiritual lifestyle experts Keith and Charmé Amber, where you'll end up more at home with yourself, your behavior, and your understanding of life. Mastering Ourselves offers sound answers to life's tough questions so that life can make more sense to you and healthy directions become clearer. Keith and Charmé bring you over 80 years of seasoned experience. They pursue truth and insights that are neither left nor right, but spiritually sound and centered and can be used as a spiritual compass to help you on your path. Welcome to Mastering Ourselves. You know, we do our share of heavy shows and light shows, and, you know, I mean, life is heavy and light. We run the gamut because that's what life is, is the gamut. The upside of that comment is, is that tonight is going <laughs> to be... a lifesaver, huh? <laughs> that's right. Tonight is going to be on the lighter side, which is always fun to do. You know, the other day we had Dr. Johnny Lerma on the show, and it was so fun because he um, he said that he's a hospice doctor, and he was uh, with one of his patients who was dying, and the wife was in the room at the same time, and Johnny was going to listen to his heart. Uh, through the stethoscope to just see how he was doing. And as he's listening, <laughs> he gets this totally weird look on his face. And the wife finally says, you hear it, don't you? <laughs> and he turns and looks at her like, what? And she says, you can hear it, don't you? And he finally says, yeah. The dog? And she says, yeah, you can hear the dog barking, right? He says, yeah, what's a dog barking doing in his heart? That's right. <laughs> and and the, um, the wife says, you know, he keeps us up at night. All night long we can hear him barking. And, of course, it was the master's dog who had died and who was waiting for him and, you know, beckoning him to come because it was his time to go. And he was on the other side, part of the welcoming committee. Yeah. And uh, it, was one, it was one of Johnny's many, many very cool so stories. So he hears the dog, their pet dog that died years earlier through Inside, the stethoscope through that's the stethoscope. still hanging around Isn't that them. amazing? That's great. So we have a very fun guest today, and uh, here's in the introduction the first uh, paragraph. A child replied to an adult who wondered aloud why animals' lives are shorter than human lives. And the child just simply said as if, like, well, you didn't know? He said, well, everybody is born so they can learn how to live a good life, loving everybody and being nice. Animals already know how to do this, so they don't have to stay so long. <laughs> Would you welcome That's to the great. show for more wonderful animal stories, our friend Penelope Smith, author of her most recent book, Animals in Spirit. How you doing? I'm great. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for giving us time and sharing it with our audience. It's, uh, Keith had the pr- uh, privilege today of reading it and said that it was just wonderful. Sure was. Full of very cool stories. So uh, why don't you give the audience a brief uh, idea, rundown of what your book's about. Animals and Spirit is about our basic um, connection with all of life, that all of us are of the same substance and animals uh, when they go on like with other beings we can continue our connection we can continue to honor each other as spiritual beings and share each other's experience and 
death is not an end. Uh, the animals uh, communicate to us, and we can receive their absolutely inspiring communications from beyond the grave. You know, um, uh, I just want to say animals don't actually die and nor do we. None of us do. We we just simply put on different costumes, uh, go to a different play, and uh, maybe have a different part in the play. And it's just about like that. You know, okay, we finished doing this play, this production for a lifetime. Now that one closes. We put on different costumes, learn a different part, do a new play. Yeah. And, you know... P people how awful it is to not know that and uh, I think another thing that bothers people about death is pain or there seems to be like a judgment day or a judgment idea uh, a judgment uh, you know where we're um, we're a review that's what it's called a judgment review when we die and so I think some people are afraid of that so they try to be in denial which makes it a dark hole uh, to fear yeah you know I just loved I just loved your uh, one of your first stories about Lota the elephant you want to talk about that oh that was so uh, beautiful um, the people at the elephant sanctuary in Tennessee um, related an experience of all the animals, all the elephants, uh, after one of the elephants had died, how all the elephants uh, sounded and made um, sounds um, to each other and to the world uh, for a long period of time, and they had never heard them uh, do anything like this before. And then when they were finished, with their grieving, which the people got that they were grieving for the animal, uh, the elephant who had departed, uh, then they they stopped, they completed, and then went on with their lives. But it was very obvious they were honoring uh, the one who had departed. So they, uh, what was it, trumpeted or moaned or something? Yes, yes. Just were, really, really loud, huh? They were making all kinds of sounds. Isn't that something? So that's a, a clear soul connection. They all joined together. Yeah. The, the dying one wasn't even the same uh, barn as them, was it? No, no. They they were just aware of and connected to uh, that being and her journey. How How is that uh, animal park in Tennessee, the zoo or whatever you call it? Well, sanctuary. it's a sanctuary. It's a very uh, large sanctuary of many, many acres. It's not a um, zoo. Yep. It's not for, you know, uh, people to see them. These are retired elephants. I mean, elephants who have gone and actually gone through a lot of suffering in zoos, in uh, um, places where they were held in captivity, and then um, this is a place for them to retire and actually live a real life as an elephant with a group. How wonderful. Yeah, it is pretty pretty uh, spectacular. <laughs> you know, we um, we have experienced many different species who go try to help their own kind when they're sick. I've seen it with fish. We had a fish who couldn't right himself, and the yeah. other fish would come and try to help him get right. And I've seen it with birds. We have oh, birds yeah. that get lung uh, mites, and the other birds come and try to tend to her. Can I, I tell you a lovely story of one of the animals in my family uh, who was dying and how um, the other cat uh, took care of her? Uh, she was... Um, 
not able to eat, and so um, she just couldn't eat any kind of food. And yep. so my other cat went out and got her uh, a rat. I didn't know he was going to do that. He went out and got her a rat, <laughs> and she came to me, and she said, there's a rat at the door. And I said, what do you mean there's a rat at the door? She said, well, Sherman brought me a rat. <laughs> and I opened the door, and there was Sherman with a rat he had just killed, and Johinta, the cat who was who was ill and and uh, dying, um, jumped on the rat and c- completely devoured it, and she became much much better. Oh! And then um, he he did this regularly until she could eat again, and then she started eating again, and then she you know she was on her path to leaving her body, and at the very end when she was um, departing, Sherman brought her um, a little rabbit. Uh, a little rat, uh. and one other animal who all volunteered to uh, help um, her in her transition. Right. She couldn't eat at that point, uh, but he laid them at her feet as she was dying. How precious. And they all went together. They All, all the spirits just went together uh, to the other side. They all had that agreement. It mm-hmm. was so profound. No and, fooling. And so tender and appropriate. Yes. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts, offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. Don't forget to catch us Monday through Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. Our guest today, Penelope Smith, author of Animals in Spirit. What's that old saying? Physi- physician, heal thy kitty and doggy. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, there's a big uh, notion in the world, mass consciousness, that actually animals are lesser than people. Do you have any, <laughs> any kind of notion of that? Well, this is so amazing to me because so the, the animals are not being all caught up in the complexities of the human mind and they haven't none of them have lost their way they all know that they're spiritual beings having a particular experience in the physical world as a mouse or a cat or a dog or an elephant so no matter what kind of body they have all the animals are are perfect teachers of to remind us who we are and so they take death well, they certainly don't want to be hurt, and they don't want to uh, suffer, just like anybody else. Right. They they take uh, death as a natural part of life, unless, of course, they're domesticated animals who are connected to uh, people who don't want them to go. Right. And then it becomes a struggle to die, rather right. than right. Um, a natural uh, transition. I guess if the home with the people and in their de- domestication can be so far off balance uh, that just the off balance alone could make the animal maybe not know its way as well. Yes, and well, they get confused by all the emotions around yeah. them, and people saying, "Oh, it's so terrible to die! Oh my gosh, I'm a failure! My cat is dying!" Which people often have the attitude that it's a failure to die, where the animals just go, "Well." My body is dying, and I'm, and they spend uh, time rehearsing leaving the body for uh, usually a long time before they actually die. So to animals, it sort of just is. It's no, no big deal. It's just a 
part of life. It yeah. just happens. It's not something you spend all this time worrying about and dreading and fearing. <laughs> we could learn a lot about that, couldn't we? Yeah. It's the, it should be the same with humans. You get to go home, so what is there to fret and worry about? You're going home. Yeah, and these, these are the things that the animals already know. They already yes. have that that mastery of you enjoy life fully while you're here, you just live it to the hilt and enjoy being a dog or a cat or a horse or whatever you are, and then you, when you go, you're liberated. <laughs> right. That's right. Liberated. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Liberated. Yeah. When you go, you are liberated. When you actually go out of body uh, experiences, you realize that liberation because when you come back to the heaviness of physical, it's like so weighty in so many ways. You know, the first time I heard about out of body experience, uh, I was thinking about this mechanic who worked in a mechanic shop. And, you know, he comes back in and, and he was dealing with the car, the outside of it, and he says, boy, I had this amazing auto-body experience. <laughs> auto-body experience. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> That's when the first, you know, when I was first hearing that 20 years ago, I thought that was pretty funny. So, um, let's see, we had a cat, Booper, yes, and... She's a sweet little gal. Actually, every now and then you could you could just sort of be in a natural state and see that she's actually an angel that came in a cat's body, mm. which, whoa, we didn't expect that. And she had no idea how to be a cat. It was truly amazing. It, and, was, it was strange. And our other mm. kitty was supposed to teach her how to be a cat, how to take care of herself. And when we'd ask him about it, he'd, he'd, he, this, he'd say, she doesn't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to tell but, her, but, but she doesn't want to know. When all was done, she did really, really good. We were she so did. proud of how well she, she dealt with a very odd, weird world. But right before she died, she kept on going out and not wanting to come in, which was unusual for her. Yeah. And then two days later, after that pattern, uh, she left, and then she came back and says, I'm okay, don't worry, and then she was gone. Yes, yeah. she came back in a dream a few days later. Mm-hmm. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts, offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. Don't forget to catch us Monday through Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. Our guest today, Penelope Smith, author of, among other books, Animals and Spirit, Our Faithful Companions, Companions transition into the afterlife. Stay with us.